Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 132. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Today, it's part two for starting again, because we're starting again. (laughs) Not really. We're building on what we have talked about last time. The journey, you know it. It's filled with obstacles that want us to quit, turn back to safety, stop what we're doing. And we're simply working to rewire that. We're working to feel safe in the midst of change, to keep moving despite how we feel, and to stay focused on a process and remember why the destination is important. But before we go there, let's talk about the conference, the Authenticity, Courage, and Empowerment Conference for Women Physicians. It's coming up. It's only three and a half months away, and it's joyous to see the community gathering. This really is the place to rest, restore, renew, and be in a supportive community. So consider joining us. Be part of a community that would love to be on your team, that would love to help you grow, see you grow, amplify your voice, amplify your work, no matter where you're at in your career or in your life. You don't need to have it all together to join us. You are welcome exactly as you are. Authenticphysicians.com. It's the place for more information for registration in the conference. April 28th through May 1st in San Antonio. A recap from the last episode, five tips or things to know. That was part one. The first one, your mind has kept score. It's kept track of all the hurts, the wounds, the guilt, the shame, and it's going to deliver it randomly and probably frequently when you're starting again. Simply know that. Number two, you're the person you know how to be. And it keeps you doing the same things over and over again. That's what's safe. What you're working to do, what I'm working to do, is become the person that I want to be. You become the person you want to be, which is a process of breaking old habits and old patterns and developing confidence for who we are becoming. Number three, the journey is filled with many unknowns. And it can be like a constant alarm. Our mind can just keep telling us over and over, it's not safe, turn back, stay the same. What are you doing? Feeling unsafe, man, is that a powerful deterrent to change or even evolving or pivoting. It keeps us staying the same. Number four, the blocks, the obstacles, the times of feeling cloudy or foggy, they will occur and they are the way ahead. We've all learned to live on a safer path, a more comfortable path. We know how to get by. We know how to get through. We know how to be who others want us to be or need us to be. And those blocks, those obstacles, they're cues to the puzzle to work through. And when we work through it, that's when we can get back to the journey a little lighter, a little freer, and a little more alignment with who you really are. Number five, it's easy to believe that you're broken and you need to learn more, do more, be more, or fix yourself before you can move ahead. 
Lots of encouragement to question this. High achievers like to stay in student mode and learning mode. It's safer. There's little risk. It's comfortable. It's familiar, except it's not going to change your life. Action, movement, flow, walking into the unknown is what will. Our son wants to go to airborne school this summer. It's a three-week program to go from non-airborne, no experience, to airborne qualified. And instruction, it occurs in the classroom and then in the training areas, starting with the low heights and then progressively the higher heights, starting without shoots and then with shoots. And you know what's next? Getting in the plane, following the instructions, carrying out each step after you exit from the aircraft. There's no more book learning or going back. There's no more training area learning. The next step is literally get on the aircraft, follow the jump master's commands, and successfully exit the aircraft, and then carry out the steps that you've been trained and you've rehearsed over and over again. Our life, it's the same way. The next step is to follow what we know because we know enough. To trust ourselves, trust our gear, trust those who are on the journey with us, and take the next step, as frightening as it is in the moment. I got to tell you, I'm smiling sitting here a few years ago talking about football, his football season, (laughs) what that experience was like as mom, and now it's Army schools, Army career, and thinking beyond that. And it's truly joyous to experience it with him and to share it with you. Getting back to our episode, though, (laughs) what else is essential for you to know besides those five things? Here they are. It's not going to be what you expect. We have these expectations of what it should look like, what it should feel like, what it should be like, and it doesn't work that way. And that's what one of the things that really throws us off. Like, whoa, I didn't expect that. I didn't see that coming. It won't be what you expect. And that creates a lot of opportunity for beauty. And depending on your interpretation, it creates a lot of opportunity for beauty, for joy, for surprise. The next thing, it likely won't feel good in the moment. Change for many people doesn't. Remember growing pains as a kid? Your knees, your ankles, your legs, maybe your stomach. You're just that not quite right feeling. In the moment, it doesn't feel so good, but look what happens. Look what happens in your body, for your body. Look at all the capabilities that you develop through those growing pains. It's pretty amazing. It's essential to know that you may feel alone and vulnerable. The mind can be really active and convincing, telling us to get out of the situation. We're alone. We're vulnerable. It's life-threatening. And notice it can occur with anything. You submit an application to give a TED Talk. You volunteer to lead something. You speak up in a meeting. You say no to a request. None of those are truly life-threatening. But notice what the mind does. It tells us we're alone, we're vulnerable, get away, don't do this, whatever it is. It doesn't offer who's on your team, how proud they are of you, It doesn't remind you of what you have successfully accomplished or overcome. It doesn't show you that you really aren't alone. That's just, it's just fear popping up or doubt or uncertainty. What else? There are going to be surprises along the way. 
people you didn't know were watching, people you didn't realize they even cared, people who will share their story because you've earned the right or they trust you to hear it. You'll hear what they wished for, what they strived for, what they worked for and accomplished, what they worked for and failed at. You'll hear what their heart was longing for. And it's going to be surprising who it is and what they share. It might be a grandparent, a parent, a friend you've known forever, or somebody completely new that enters into your life. Because in your journey, by persevering, by starting again, what you've done is you've opened up a sacred space. Your courage created it. And those you need, because these stories will probably give you energy, encourage you to keep going. So those you need, those who will help to renew your hope or inspire you to keep going, will enter that space. It's incredible. Opening up space and what comes in to fill it. What else? Your mind is going to tell you you're doing it wrong. You're not doing enough. It's too hard or you're not working hard enough. And I've talked with a lot of very successful business owners. It happens to them too. And it's easy to buy into. My business had the best year yet. And here's the internal monologue. I'm not doing enough. I'm not offering enough. I'm not being enough. I'm not promoting enough. I'm not sharing enough. I'm not inspiring enough. (laughs) Smile. Deep breath. It's easy to buy into. Why don't people change? Look at all the forces that are working against us, working against change. The pull to stay in the familiar, the struggle to be at least a little bit comfortable. It makes sense, right? When our mind's telling us we're doing it wrong, we shouldn't expect so much. It's good enough. We can learn to live with it. It's too difficult or we'll have to sacrifice too much. Then what happens? We stay the same. We stay in the same jobs. We stay in the same relationships. They're comfortable enough. They're not so good that we actually feel alive or we feel like we're fully being ourselves, fully living into the calling. We numb out. We binge watch. We scroll. We take a break, except we're really just avoiding. We tell ourselves it's good enough. We try to convince ourselves it's good enough. Who are we to want more? All this evidence to stay the same, back up, feel guilty, have shame. (laughs) Who am I to want more? And then we come up with stuff like, there's so many people who don't even have a little bit of what I do. Who am I to want more? This is what the mind does when we get to that edge of discomfort. When we walk a path that we've never been down, when we look around and we don't see anybody we recognize, we feel alone. We feel vulnerable. There's a pull to go back to what we know. Starting again, my friends. You may find the experience to be like tangled hair. It seems to get worse before it gets better. And the untangling process takes time, energy, and it can be painful. And it's tempting to just cut the hair off rather than work through it. Just cut it off. Be done. Rather than work through it. And I say that with a big smile from the girl who always had tangled hair. Why we're here, starting again, it's breaking the habit of who you know how to be. To free yourself up to be who you want to be, who you can be, who you're yearning to be. 
to share your voice, to build others up, to share credible information, better ways, more effective processes to change lives. That's what you're capable of. I have a friend, Dr. Erica Aragona. She's at dr-erika.com. So dr-erika.com. She's amazing. The tagline, creating cheerful medicine. That's who she wants to be. That's how she wants to share her voice. That's why she's stepping up to greater heights to show others, share with others. And that's why she's sharing and amplifying the voices of other women who are doing great things. She is the person she wants to be. She's given herself permission to be who she wants to be and to share it with others and to continue growing into it even more each day. When you check out her website, you'll see, let's make healthcare enjoyable together. How many people say that? It's so cool. Let's make healthcare enjoyable together. Let's remove the communication barriers in healthcare and celebrate the beauty we create when we work together. I want her as my doctor. Do you too? You can find out more about her, about her work, on her website, dr-erika.com. And she's also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's joyous to share her work with you, knowing that she gets to be who she wants to be. And she radiates that to others, to encourage, to amplify, to show others that they can have it too. They can be it too. So starting again, what can you do? In the last episode, we talked about this, seeing this as a journey with a variable pace. And sometimes that pace is backwards because safety and comfort are compelling. Sometimes it's resting because we've touched on tender points and we need a break. Our mind is spinning around. Things don't feel safe. We need a break. And sometimes it's moving at a varying speed. That's all part of the journey. Number two is to rewrite the rules and rewrite them in a way that sets you up for success. From something simple, like the lawn doesn't have to be mowed every week, or the lawn doesn't have to be mowed by you, or it's time to zero escape so that there is no lawn. All the way up to the complex, asking for help, saying no, listening to your voice. Number three, take deep breaths. Fully expand your rib cage. Take in the air, hold it for a few moments. Let this relax your nervous system. It works. Number four, remind yourself of who you are, the mission you're on, and what you know. Because your mind's going to tell you a whole bunch of what you don't know. It's going to create overwhelm. It's going to just fuel the doubt and the fear. Get back to what you know for sure. You know your mission. You know yourself. You know what's possible and available. Go back there. You know who's on your team. You know who you can get for support or ask for support. Go back to what you know. And then number five, make it a team effort. Your team, even if you're a team of one, you're a team. Be on the team. Stay consistent to the team. Lead the team. And invite others as you're ready, or maybe even as you're not ready, invite others to the team. 
When it's just us and we feel alone, it's easy to quit. Stay on the team. And here's some other things that you can do too. Check the self-talk and filter the self-talk. It's like filtering the water. What is healthy flows through, what is harmful is removed. You can do that with your self-talk also. Your self-talk is what determines your energy, your willingness to keep going, your interactions with others, essentially everything about your life. That's what it determines, everything. So filter it. Respond to the highest quality. Respond to the kindest words. Respond to the most generous compliments. And continually be the cheerleader for that mission, that goal, that person that you want to be. Be on your team. Lead the team. Be the first member of the team. More will come to your team. More will be on your team. More will ask to be on your team. But start with one who sets the standard and the culture for self-talk. Next, give yourself what you need. Get out of the habit of having to earn it. I've talked with so many people that are like, okay, when I lose 10 pounds, then I can do this and then I can buy this and then I can be this. What if you could just do and be and buy all those things now and not have to be on the hamster wheel of earn, 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 and you have to get there before you can do anything else. What if you can just give yourself what you want and give yourself what you need now and have a goal? So give yourself time off, space to think, an environment where you can listen better to your own voice. Give yourself a budget for items that either will bring joy or will help you keep going on this journey. Give yourself time and grace to not have all the answers. Grace to not know what you want right now. Because we talked about earlier, there's a lot of unknowns on this journey and it gives the opportunity for the mind to go, I don't know. I don't know if I want that. I don't know if I want this. I don't know if I want to take that step. So we can spin around in the unknown and force ourselves to make a decision through it. Or we can just give ourselves some grace. I don't have to have all the answers right now. Adding to giving yourself what you need, give yourself the ability to change your mind and change direction. When you know more, you're going to think differently and you're going to do differently. You know, the first time I ever placed an arterial line, it looked very different than the last time I did it. As we know more, we do differently. So maintain that space to grow, to evolve, to pivot, to change. And you don't lose. If you decide one thing and then you learn more, you don't lose by pivoting or changing directions. That's called growing. Finally, take care of your body. Nourishing foods, appropriate preventive care, moving your body, sleeping. Those are all essential. High achievers, we think we have to sacrifice it all and we have to do it all right now. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. It's like sprinting at the beginning of a marathon. It doesn't work at least not for most runners. It's maintaining a consistent pace. Give yourself what you need to endure, to regain perspective, to keep going, to stand back up after you fall, to rest when you need, and grace. You don't have to have all the answers. Everything doesn't have to be fixed right now. 
Start again and again and again and as many times as it takes because your life matters. Your calling matters. Your work matters. People need you and they're watching. They care. And you are the inspiration. No matter what you think your life looks like, you are an inspiration for others. I start again and again in the relationship with my son to help heal the hurts that high achievement and perfectionism created for years. Again and again to take a new path and have a deeper understanding and create trust or create more of it. To create more fulfillment in the relationship. To create more meaning and purpose. I start again and again in my business to create greater clarity and more ease. I start again and again with running. Post-marathon running, it's a new experience and a challenging one. I start again and again with learning to speak another language. Many people in my community speak Spanish. I want to also. It requires starting again. I start again and again in my relationship with Craig, breaking some habits of being defensive, of being closed off, of being agreeable in those times when I really have an opinion and I'm just too afraid to say it. Because I want to experience more depth and more meaning in our relationship. And here's why I do all of it. My life matters. My experience matters. My mission to create more fulfillment and more freedom and share it with others, it matters. I also don't have the answers. I'm also on a journey. I also start again with kindness, grace, a big smile, and a belief that it matters and it will work. Happy New Year, my friends. Thank you for inviting me into your journey and for accompanying me on this one. In the next few episodes, I'm going to share more about my focus for 2022. And you're going to meet James Ho. He's a high achiever and in the midst of a major transition. It's a sweet conversation on staying grounded and staying focused in the midst of starting again. I'm sending you so much love. I'll see you next time. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.